RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics. Previously on Neon Heat, Athena and Zadal duck out of the Void Ray's cavern, shaken but not harmed. Using the pathways of energy from the crystal in the wall, they manage to point themselves towards the highest concentration of energy and hope it's the right way, making a few hours of progress before Athena needs to sleep. They curl up in a mostly sealed off room, and Athena tells it all that she knew about Akusi before they met Azalea. And much to her surprise, he kind of seems comforted by their discussion, and it allows for some of the guilt to dissolve off of Athena's already overcrowded mind. They set off again, choosing resources over progress this time, and find a waterfall leading to a pool of liquid quarry, which Athena handily disturbs and riles up the creatures living in it. The scene fades in with the dull lilac glow of a quarry pool casting light upon the cavern walls. The soft white noise of a waterfall cascading in the background reverberates in a soft metronome. An amorphous shape has risen up out of the pool as Athena has pulled a basin of the liquid quarry out having struggled against a gravitational pull. Along with this amorphous form are several smaller insectoid creatures that are skidding along the surface of the water, like water striders. Athena, as you pull out and utter the words, I'm sorry, the only response is a soft, vibrating note of displeasure. And uh, I think we're drawn initiative here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Athena, you get a nine of clubs. Okay. Zadal gets an ace of diamonds. Oh, shit. The amorphous creature gets a 10 of spades, and the water striders get a king of clubs. <laughs> Are you good with your card, or would you like to redraw? I mean, I don't think... <sighs> the initiative order is Zadal, striders, blob, Athena. I'm okay. Athena's kind of an emotional blob when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> it is Zadal's turn. This is a new session, so if you've refreshed your bennies, did you get an adventure card yet? I did, yes. Okay. Zadal also gets his bennies refreshed because it is a new session. Oh, uh, yes. He has two points of fatigue, one of which is still from his bumps and bruises, which was 18 hours ago, and that will disappear after the next six hours, if he survives. 
and the other is from uh, his, <laughs> the other is from his uh, lack of Corey, which you're holding a basin of right now. Yep. And I will say that rules is written. You have to like interact with it for an hour before it goes away. So this yeah. is you would know that this is not a situation where you can throw the basin at him and be like, here, drink this. <laughs> glug glug glug. Yeah, that won't that won't solve it. You nah. guys have a little bit more work to do. That's okay. That being the case, what would you like Zidal to do? But he's a minus two to everything he's doing right now. Ooh, you know what? What? Athena looks back at him real quick and to the uh, what she assumes is probably a spectrum that checks out, right? That makes sense, maybe. I'm not here to tell you yes or no. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you what you're going up against and you can draw whatever conclusions you want. She just shouts back. Can you link up that brain to me? It got a brain. It's got a brain. This, uh, I think I can fix this. Cool idea. If it doesn't work, I'm still going to fight the shit out of this thing. Mindlink creates a telepathic connection between two individuals, which does not necessarily have to include the caster. It's a one-point ability. It's got a range of his smarts. He can easily do that. The link accommodates only willing subjects in communication. Thoughts that aren't consciously transmitted aren't relayed. Well, I'm going to tell you that this uh, this creature is not willing. Mm, damn. Um, however, I will allow this to be a contested role to... It's not rules as written, but I think it's more narratively interesting if it's, you know, a contested role. Okay. So if you would like to roll psionics against this creature's spirit. You've got a d10 minus two right now, right? Correct. That's a five. It also got a five, which means... That I met it? This is, yeah, this is essentially an attack. So he says, sure, yeah, I'll try, I'll try. And you see him pause in concentration He's staring at it, and I don't think there's any physical component to psionics where you have to, like, point or anything, but (laughs) I think one of his somatic things is he can put his hand out to just try to concentrate himself. Like a radar dish for Mm -hmm. thought. You see him swagger in place for just a moment as he's concentrating. You feel his mind first connect against yours, that familiar brush against the heat of your circlet, and then you feel something certainly alien and completely unrestrained without any greater knowledge you know right away that this is an animalistic creature that does not have higher level intellectual functions okay and it is incapable of speech through typical communication Mm -hmm. it doesn't speak words to you all you feel is just this roiling like of dis- I'll, add, I'll add some bubbles over <laughs> yeah. that. It'll be good. Of displeasure and you feel hunger, territory, strangers, intruders. You're in its territory and it doesn't like that. Okay. And now you've disturbed its pool and it doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also wants Sadal to run his max, or, you know, he can't run, but move his max pace away. He could have run if you would have said that beforehand. Right. But it I forgot. Yes. But it would have applied a greater mm. thing, so... Okay, yeah, he can certainly move back. That's fine. He links you guys up. I think he can also tell when he connects that it's sort of a strange consciousness. And he says, uh, good luck, good luck. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Oh, uh, yeah. She says, holding his lifeblood in her hands. <laughs> he starts to hustle back. I don't think fatigue penalizes pace. That's only like wounds. Your wounds go against your pace. That so. sounds right. When you're connected to it mentally, it glows a little bit brighter, and these tiny little tendrils of that same blob seem to move in and out of it. An amoebic star. That's cool. Pulsating and roiling with this energy. And that is Zidal's turn. Next up is the the Striders. 
I watched Bugs Life last night to prepare for this. I would like for you to roll me a d10 three different times. This okay. is not an exploding number. Three d10s. Uh, we got a three, a six, and an eight. Okay. So you see these water striders appear on the surface and they start spreading out in different directions. They're not heading directly to you and you notice almost immediately that they are heading to the crystals that are jutting out of the wall, to the different quarry crystals. One after another, they leap onto these multicolored crystals and they jam their mosquito-like proboscis through the shell. Oh, And you no. see them start to siphon the energy directly out. Ooh, that's bad, probably. One of them begins to glow this vibrant green bubbling inside of it. One of them, its form obscures and starts to waver in the air as you're watching it. Like you're looking at it through an opaque filter of some sort. It becomes indistinct, like grainy film. The other one, its form solidifies and starts to harden and jut out at strange angles. Uh, and then they all turn in your direction. And that is their turn. Well, I mean, she knows she can reason with the green one because it's obviously her resurrected mentor, Joel Shin, in the form of a bug. That just makes sense. I was trying to think of a goof, but I don't have one. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to go ahead and try to talk to him, you're welcome. Yeah, to. I'm sure it'll be fine. So that is their turn. Next up is the amorphous blob creature. Oh, yeah. Starts to move closer to you. It's hovering above the surface of the water. It's moving at a slower pace, but you're still right at the edge of the water. It can get within melee range within mm -hmm. the first move here. And then it's going to try to grapple you. Okay. Strange enough. So this is a contested roll. You can either roll your strength at a minus two or you can roll your athletics. Oh, actually, I'll roll my athletics. I'll do that. Okay. Because I'm at a, I got a fatigue, you see. That's so. true. Ha, yes. Six. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, 15. I feel like I'll spend a <laughs> You may. Benny. <laughs> I, I spent one Benny to reroll that one, so you may as well. All right. It's a 15. It also rolled its strength. Blew up a six into a six into a five. I crit failed. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I do hope that somebody on a re-listen will tally up all of these crit fails, just so I know. Someday. Why? I don't even... I don't even give Zadal his own face as Benny's. <laughs> And mook. He's like, yeah, Tuka's my best friend now. She's a dynamite gal. So, Athena, uh, unfortunately, you've crit failed after spending a Benny. Does that mean I'm uh, bound? Yes. Shit. So, <laughs> it floats towards you. You watch it start to spread out bigger and bigger as these little wiggly tentacles are waving in the air. And once it's within melee range, you just feel another one of those tugs of gravitational pull hits you in the lower back and the navel throws you forward against the blob and then you just feel yourself sink into it. Into and, it? Yes, and everything becomes uh, wiggly around you. Everything is opaque from the inside and you feel this heat on your skin. If, if she breathes out, is there a bubbles? Is she in water? Is it, is it, it like... If you breathe out, it releases air bubbles, but it doesn't behave like it's a typical liquid. So it's not like you okay. can swim out necessarily. Him. It is now your turn. So given that it is the start of your turn. And I'm bound. And you're bound. 
I don't think any of the effects are going to take place until this creature's next turn, because I think it's kind of cheesy to have it immediately happen on your turn since you just got absorbed here. Uh. You are currently bound, which means the only action you can take is to try to escape yeah. Unfortunately, when you're bound, you cannot use your arcane abilities. I cannot. Uh, and I think you're also distracted. Probably. She's. <laughs> I was going to die like she lived, surrounded by liquid. Well, you know, you've always pulled through these situations before. I hope I don't put you up against too many grappling enemies. I feel like I throw a lot of grappling enemies out there. But like they're one of the most debilitating ones for her, which makes it more interesting. But I also don't want it to be stale, you know. Keep grappling me. The victim may not move, is distracted and vulnerable as long as they remain bound and they cannot make physical actions other than trying to break free. So you can break free. That's either athletics or a strength at minus two, and you do have the additional minus two because you're distracted. So minus three on my d6. Um. You're going against a three. Because <gasps> it rolled a it rolled a one on its d10 and a five on the d6, and it's using strength, so it's at a minus two. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna use my conviction. Okay. Because I don't want Athena to die in a puddle of consciousness. That's fair. So that with the new rules, I don't think I've used conviction since the fight on the surface with the cars. Damn, okay. So I get an additional D6 to whatever the fuck I do, and I can spend a Benny to roll it over my next turn? Correct. I'm going to see if this works. Sounds good. And you can also spend Bennies to re-roll everything you do, basically. You fuckers. I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay, what did you get? Two. Damn. Jesus. Wait, wait. Three. You still need a base four success to be able to Damn succeed. That's my last penny. Okay. Come on, Athena. I don't know which one I was my conviction. What did you roll? I rolled a one and two fives. Doesn't matter. I don't think that does it any any way. That's not enough. I'm sorry. I was I was thinking you were adding them all together, and I no, was like, no, Shit, no, no. Okay. Anyway, I sliced that. That's not enough. Damn. Okay rough as her nebulous talking action she just wants to communicate fear apologies please don't hurt me through vibes okay before her mental link is snapped when it kills her instantly understood okay we didn't know you were here didn't know this is your space sorry you communicate all of this through that mental link i don't think you get any kind of actionable information back right away but yes you you thrash inside it's like trying to push your way out of a strange suffocating gelatin and you feel it prickling against your skin athena ace of hearts <laughs> zadal six of hearts creature five of diamonds the striders eight of spades athena it is your turn Athena ain't got no bennies left to roll that conviction over. So what Athena's gonna do is try to break free. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god, I blew up one. Christ. I uh, rolled a four. Fourteen. That is successful. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Athena stumbles back, wrenches in a raw panic for her life manages to wiggle her elbow out and that's enough to like get her hand on the outside of the goop and just wrench herself free and she's gonna move away 
You you may. If you're going to move away, you are moving out of its sphere of influence. That's okay. So we'll get an attack of opportunity. She says it always should go. She still as you're thing. as you're bursting out of. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! You made it. Okay. Oof. Kind of. Well, all right. We'll fighting. Hold a one and a two. <laughs> You'll Benny that. I will Benny that. I have Benny's to spare. Why shouldn't I? Three and a four. What's your current parry? Higher than that, I bet. Uh, my current parry. Without your shield, because you don't have a shield on. It's a five. Okay. So yeah, not gonna be enough. You'll Benny it again. No, nah, it's okay. I'll, no, I'll okay. stay with it. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, you're able to move away. Good. Where are you moving to? To be between the construct and Zadal, between the bodies. So she's in the middle. Okay, and Zadal is moving back through the. Yeah, I think she just told him to, you guys to get away. I don't know if he he's hovering. During his turn, he moved as far as he could mm -hmm. at your direction, and he's not had another turn yet. So. Ooh, can I do an item interaction thing? Yes. Awesome. Athena whips her hand over top of the basin to close it off and make it a sphere with the liquid sloshing around inside. Okay. So she doesn't spill any. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I like that a lot. Yes. Next up are the striders. Well, you are closest, so they are going to move against you, That's okay. I've got a parry of five. All right, so they converge on you around the same time. Three striders in total. One of them is glowing verdant green. One has the shifting opaque form, and the other has just this toughened, hardened body. The one that's shifting almost seems to disappear and reappear to your eyes as the trajectory of its travel changes, but it is unerringly headed towards you. Does it kind of look how, like a candle flame, when wind hits it, flicks one way, puffs out, flicks the other way, puffs, you know what I mean? Yes, that is very cool, and you can take a Benny for that. Yay! I like that a lot. I'll take it. The tougher one seems to be kicking up a lot of dirt from the ground, even as it slides over. How big are they? About the size of a large cat. Damn, that's bigger than I thought they were. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> oh, no. they're not small. Well, they I guess they're mechanically smaller creatures, but they're not little tiny water striders. They're not like a swarm. And as the green one slides over the dirt, still acting like a strider, it slides. You can see it's leaving trails of this green substance as it goes. And they bear down on you. So, mm -hmm. here we go. They are going to get gang up bonuses because there are three of them, so they get plus twos to this. Okay. Wait, uh, my parry is derived from my fighting. Correct. Ah, I bumped up my fighting last session. Okay. So, oh my gosh. Uh, so it's half of your fighting die plus two by default. Six. Six. Okay. So we have a seven, a seven, and a six. So it looks like all three of them are going to hit you here, unfortunately. Well, what are you, you going to do? We're going to deal with the green one first. Ready? Yeah. Four damage. Against my toughness, which is nine. No, ten. What is your what? vigor? Ah, wait, my vigor's better now. This is my outdated sheet. I need to make a new one. So my vigor is D6, so half of that. Is plus three, plus two is five. So five is your base toughness, plus your armor, which is four is nine, right? Yeah. Okay. Damn. I will spend one Benny to see if I can reroll this one. Ooh, blew up a four into a four, into a three, plus two is 13. However, the effect of the green one is that it's armor piercing because it's acidic. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. 
it has armor piercing, so you, you will be looking at one wound here based on the math. You I have a bunny. Are you looking at that one bunny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, if you'd like to spend that. But I don't know if I'm going to get hit worse. That's true. You don't, but... She could cheese it. I'm going to I'm gonna eat it. Okay. I'm going to eat this one wound. All right. So the first one, the green one, perhaps it catches your eye because it is the most visibly distinct. The other two move in close and the green one leaps up at you, hits your chest and plunges its stinger directly through the armor and you can see it bore a hole in there the searing pain against your flesh as it starts to sizzle and bubble and you take one wound as it leaps back down next up is the indistinct one gets a five which is not sufficient no and the other one look four into a two six plus three is nine mm-hmm. nine total oh that's its damage yeah, all, nine all total. these are uh, my toughness you. is nine Including your armor. Yes. Okay, so since you're already shaken, this will deal a wound. <laughs> unless you would like to spend the Benny to unshake before it hits you again, in which case this will leave you shaken. That seems wise. Okay, so you will be shaken with one wound still. So the indistinct one, as it flits up to you, it is just trying to jab at your legs, but the motion of you maybe staggering from being hit moves you out of its range. Maybe it's it flickering around too much. I like that. That misses. And then the hardened one, same thing. It's it's a little chunkier and it stomps up and tries to get at your thigh and maybe deals a glancing blow as you're moving about and leaves you shaken. Mm-hmm. Actually, so you have sustained a wound here. Yes, I have. Which means that the other creature is now also shaken. Oh, shit. Because I allowed that to happen and that's nice. an effect of the mind link. The unshake. Uh, that succeeds. Okay. Actually, since it was a, a negative interaction, and that's not something that normally happens, I'm going to give it a chance to, to break free of it before that happens. Okay, that's fine. Rolls an 11 to break free, so you feel the mental link snap as you're starting to run away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that severs your connection. Okay, and next up is Zadal. Unshake. He's fine. Okay, He gets, he gets a, a 9 minus 2 is a 7. As he looked back over his shoulder... He sees you engulfed in this creature, start to fight your way out, break free, and he has paused and, you know, had started to come back mm-hmm. and sees you running away and then kind of turns to start <laughs> running again, but then sees the other creatures start to bear down on you. So he is now standing poised and ready to act. I think he just should just shoot some bugs. Sounds good. Let me look up the shooting in the melee rule. I think it's basically only if he gets double one, so. <laughs> I am the one rolling for him, so. That's fair. Okay, so basically, yeah, you need to roll snake eyes for something bad to happen here. Well, well, well. Zadal watches you start to get swarmed by these creatures after you've just broken free, and he pulls out his pistol, thumbs a switch on the side, and says, Hold on, I got you! And now down I, the sights. Now I roll. Now you roll, yes. What's his shooting? His shooting is a D8. It used to be a D6, and it got bumped up after the lighthouse. Nice. Minus two. That's a no-go. Unless you'd like him to Benny. I will spend one Benny. One Benny only. One's it all Benny. That's one one. And a two. So one and a two? Yep. No go. No go. Unless you'd like to spend another Benny. Nah, he might need to live. Okay. Well, (laughs) he's aiming at you. These creatures are scurrying around so much that he's having trouble getting a bead. And he does 
pull the trigger and squeezes off a round of energy blast and it just flies wide, smashes into the ground, leaves a little searing crater. He says, oh, come on. And that is his turn, unless you would like him to move. Uh, I don't want him anywhere near this, so he can keep backing up. You're in control of him, so that's fine. Back him up. He's tactically retreating and backing up, but not so far that he can't assist. Yeah. Come on, Athena. All right, and it is the amorphous creature once again. It rolls two and shake, gets a five. Five. Okay, I need you to make me a spirit roll, please. I'm great at spirit rolls. You don't even know. Spirit. I got a three. (laughs) No, I got a two. two. No, I got a one. What are you? How did that happen? I rolled two threes, and then I looked at my fatigue and my wound counters, and I was like, oh, right. Actually, I should have given you your plus four to resist that from your circlet. Okay, well, then that's a five. Okay, so a five is enough to push back against the effects of the fear power. Yes. So it makes another one of these shuddering, resonant noises that just echoes around the cavern, and then you feel it starting to claw at the edges of your mind. Your circlet begins to heat up. How do you push through that? Uh, raw terror. Well, that's what it was going for, so... Well, you know what? Sometimes you get there to do a job, and the job's already done, and you're like, oh, well then. Perfect. (laughs) The blob wearing a contractor helmet just (laughs) gets in there and is like, this place is fucked up. (laughs) There's already so much emotional distress, I can't do nothing else here. He seems nice. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare to be disappointed. (laughs) Athena, your card is a two of clubs. (laughs) Fuck. It's the doll's card is a jack of clubs. Oh my. Creature is a 10 of hearts and the striders are a five of hearts. You know what? It's all good. Are you out of Benny's right now? Yes. Yes, I am. <sighs> well, them's the perils of a duet RPG. Let's see how things go. Zidal goes first. Can he confuse the bugs? Sure, yeah. That'd be dope. It's a cool idea, if it were. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this episode and right now is a masterclass in uh, the death spiral <laughs> mechanic of uh, of Savage Worlds and how penalties adding up is bad. Yeah. Confusion, he can hit all of them in a medium blast template, so it's a base cost of one plus two for the area of effect and then presumably a minus one to not affect Athena. That'd be so appreciated. Be four. He has used eight of his 15 power points right now. Okay, go ahead and roll for him. His psionics is a d10, as you know, minus two, because he's fatigued. Six. Six is a success, and confusion confounds a target, making them both distracted and vulnerable if they fail a smarts roll. Let's make some smarts rolls. Some smarts rolls. Fail. Fail. Oh, yes! They're all confused. We see Zadal lower his pistol, looking around in quasi-panic for just a moment, uh, before again focusing his mind and his concentration, emanating a force of mental energy that blankets and suppresses the bugs that are writhing around Athena. You can tell immediately that their movement patterns immediately change and they're visibly disoriented. Creatures turn again. It has not moved any closer to you since you moved away. It is still hovering at the edge of its pool. Okay, okay. Five. Okay, and let's see here. Damn. Okay. Another lower tone 
rumbles from the creature and the surface of the pool begins to bubble more fiercely. You feel a more nebulous wave of energy sweep out and pass over you. And then you notice that a large chunk of rock off to one side on the wall begins to vibrate before it raises up into the air, hovers for a moment, and then shoots like a bullet directly at Zidal. Oh no! It rolled successfully and met his parry because when you're attacking with telekinesis, you use your fighting die. So it met his parry. It rolled a three total in damage, uh, which is not sufficient to damage this small robot man. We see Zidal standing there. He sees the rock coming, can't get out of the way, and just puts his forearms up in a cross shape. And the rock smashes into him, breaks into smaller pieces, and flows around him. Throws his arms to the side and shakes them out and just goes, Ow! Ow! Betty learned that from Athena. <laughs> the pained noises. Next up are the buggos. Yeah, what are these fuckers doing? <laughs> The distraction is going to completely negate their gang up bonus here. Let's roll some. One of them blew up uh, into a seven. It is just a flat seven because Damn, it doesn't have any bonuses. That hits. Okay, the other ones both miss. We got a one and a three. This one is that is, the rock boy? That is the rock boy. Because he's right. brown dice. <laughs> you you figured me out, you know. Uh ooh, he got two ones on his damage. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's not a jinx because it's Damn a damage it. roll. Uh, but this one got a one oh. on its th uh, thing to affect you. So it suffers a mishap. What do you think the mishap is because of the confusion? I know exactly what the mishap Please is. Please tell me. It's the green one, right? It is the green one. It's still in her chest, right? It's still digging into her sternum. So what if its blood sac is just like a little tiny and its nose just hits a vein pumping with adrenaline force and it just but like bigger and a better noise. I think that's thematically <laughs> interesting enough. If you want it to explode and have it die here, I'm okay with that. But what, seeing as it's, it's also filled with acid, I'm gonna make a damage roll. Fuck. It's gonna be like an alien I situation. I think it's cool. I think it's cool too. So before this happens, take a Benny for the cool idea. I'm just gonna roll its base damage. Blew up a four into a four into a three plus two. That's a 13 damage again. Uh, well, uh, as you know, my toughness is nine. Mm -hmm. And I am shaken, because mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to shake yet. So it's it's still just gonna deal one wound, because you're already shaken. And a success would deal a wound, and in Savage Worlds, a success with a raise while you're already shaken is still just one wound, because that prevents a massive downhill slide into further wounds. So to deal more than that, you actually need further raises. So you will take a wound, this is a situation where even if you spent a Benny to unshake, you would still be taking wounds. Yeah. So if you don't want to take it, then you can spend a Benny to vigor roll. But... I would like to vigor roll. Okay. Makes sense on account of I just got this Benny back and my vigor's better than it was. Yeah, it's true. Which just means she has more blood to pop it with. That's true. That's how that works, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you will take one wound here. Okay. That one's dead. Nice. Okay, so yes, uh, the rocky one is just kind of bashing itself against your leg. It's more of an annoyance in the moment than anything. Mm -hmm. The phasing one continues to skitter about, but is phasing just around. It sort of pops around the environment based on the confusion that has been rendered upon it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think they get a chance to break free of this now. Fusion doing some work, though. Yeah. 
That was a good one. Yeah. I don't think that's ever gone off right before. I don't think so. Confusion is a weird power to me because it's cool in that it makes them both distracted and vulnerable, but you have to roll to cast it and then they also immediately roll to resist it. Yeah, it's usually, like a worse blind. Yeah, exactly. That's how I've always... But it's also cheaper. It only takes one point yeah. by default. So, Oh, and it says both states are removed at the end of the victim's next turn, so it wears off now. So ah, I guess damn that's it. another downside in that it's not Fuck. persistent. And now, Athena, it is your turn again. Oh, thank God. The bug has splattered. Yes. One of them has. There's okay. There's still two bugs. She just goes... Because it splatters on her face and her chest and it hurts. And you do need to roll to unshake. Yeah, she need to do that, huh? A six. That's including your minus yeah. from fatigue and wounds yeah. and stuff. All right. Not bad. She's going to try and kick the rock one. Okay. She's just going to try and punt it. So, yeah, this will be a wild attack. So that's the same on both dives. And it's exactly a four. Uh, that will just, hit. Oh, yes. That's my damage on a kick. Just my strength, the yeah, D8. Uh, an unarmed attack is just your strength. But you get a plus two because you're wild attack. It's a one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, oh, you, my God. You kick the rocky creature. She just starts flailing around. She says, get off me, you pricks. You do kick it. Your toe hurts. Yeah. You make contact and it gets jostled back, but it just makes a little She's gonna cheese it. She's just gonna run. She's just gonna go. Okay, let me make some free attacks of opportunity here. Rocky one got a three and misses. Because okay. I don't think they get their gang up bonus when it's a free attack, but it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't make a difference anyway. Although actually you're vulnerable. I am. So a three would become a five. Oh my God. <laughs> you know who killed Athena Sedaris? Some bugs. Some bugs. This other one did roll a one. Phase uh, one got a one, so it uh, suffers a mishap of some sort. I want it to phase far, far away, please. Okay, I think that's reasonable that it will phase out of melee range and go. And it's, existence. It's, it's movement in the opposite direction. So I'll move that back here. Let's roll some damage for Rocky. Four blew up into a one is a five, plus a one is a six, plus two is an eight. No, no, no. I got nine. You got nine. Ah. So, okay. You kick it and then turn to run, and in retaliation, it again tries to jab you in the back of the leg, and you feel its stinger just sort of scrape down the back of your armor, but does not quite take hold or pierce through. If she can get this at all, she's like, she's like fucking high stepping, getting the fuck out of there. So your pace is slightly reduced yeah, because of your my wounds. wounds. But you can make it back to where Zadal is right now. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Go, 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 go. Do I have an item interaction? Sure, what did you want to do? Can I float the water basin I've been collecting to follow us? I think that's reasonable. Since it's my superpower. Yeah. She just weighs a hand and hopes it's coaxing along what it needs to be, but she's not looking back to check. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Merlin shit. Okay, Athena. You get a queen of diamonds. Ooh, that's a pretty queen. Yeah, the doll gets an ace of spades. <sighs> ace of spades. Blobby creature, five of clubs, and the bugs, jack of hearts. You guys both get to go first. What would you like Zidal to do? Run. Okay. Would you like to roll his running dive? Yes. It's a d6. Minus two with fatigue. Fatigue doesn't. Oh, this this a five, isn't then. a trait roll. This gotcha. Just... It's a five. Okay, so he's able to move 11. That's quite a lot. Is that all he's doing? <laughs> yeah. 
he he takes you at your word, uh, sees that you've broken free and that you are pretty beat up, watches the basin of water start to float after you guys. He's still holding his pistol, but he says, uh, okay, okay. And he turns and starts to run back down the dark corridor. Athena just says, no one to fold him as she runs after him. It's a one. Okay, so you move, you move a total of pace five. Hooray! So you currently have two wounds, right? Yeah. Okay, so your pace is four, you get a five. So you're not quite as far as he is, but still pretty good. Next up are the bugs. The one bug, well, I will make a running roll for it, but it is, it's not gonna be able to reach you. Good fucking luck, yeah, the, chump. The phasing one cannot get anywhere close to you guys. And Rocky, you're nine pace away from him. His base pace is five. So if he if he gets a four on this, he's gonna be able to catch up to you and make an attack, okay? He got a one. So he is still behind you, but cannot reach. Good. You can hear its rocky legs just scraping over the rock and dirt as it goes, just like a, a chunky ice skater. Just <laughs> I'm kind of imagining like, you know, at the beach, they're like, the, what are they called? Skimboards? Mm -hmm. It sounds like that, but on rock. Mm -hmm. I think that's cool, yeah. Okay, and that is their turn. And finally, the blob creature is gonna do uh, one last Hail Mary because I think at this point it probably can't even see you. So this is gonna be a literal shot in the dark. Eh, well, uh, and you it's know. Try to throw more debris at you. Oh, please roll one. This is a D4 fighting, so it's not very good at fighting. Surprise me. Okay, it is going to attack uh, your, your closest. So if it hits, it's gonna hit you. This is gonna be at a minus four just because it's it can't see you, but. Into a four, into a four, into a two. Ten minus four is a six, which does hit your parry, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. of course it does. Roll three damage. I have one last Benny. Yeah, you should spend it. Got a two and a three for five damage in total. Well, that's not gonna do it. Okay, Athena, so you hear the whistling of air as this chunk of rock starts speeding towards you and it just smashes full into your back. Maybe it's just a weaker kind of stone, like a more porous rock. So when it hits you, it just shatters. Ooh, it's some some like uh, shale? Shale, yeah, it could be shale. So it just crinkles around her. Shale is predominantly what is used at the shard. So you get a flashback of you with the shard as you're smashing through a wall. You're like, this is less fun. Sorry, I don't want to tell you how your character feels. <laughs> That's verbatim what I said in my brain. <laughs> the shale shatters against your back. And I think at this point, I'm not going to continue initiative just because you guys have put enough distance that if you have even halfway reasonable rolls, you're going to be able to outpace the one bug that was following you and it'll stop pretty soon anyway. Nice. So Athena, you and Zadal are able to make your way back into the murky depths of the tunnels. She would like to find somewhere to sit down and take a breather. There's a lot of places. Some good, some bad, mostly bad. What's a bad one? The hallway that you're currently fleeing. Okay, they're gonna keep going then. <laughs> you guys have passed through so many rooms that have different sub biomes within them. You could find one that maybe has a patch of moss and more of these mushrooms that are scattered around where the wildlife is not intensive, does not disturb you. She's still running as they get to that. Wants to close in the hallways to make sure that they can be alone and safe-ish for like two seconds. Okay, roll to activate and then pay your extra for wizard. Of course. 
So that's a that's a five. We see them skid into a room, and she's got real quick eyes as she looks to the oncoming tunnel opening and the one behind them. And in a figure skate movement, she does like a little twirl with a claw hand and just wrenches, and they both shut like automatic doors. A giant thud of stone with a resounding boom bounces around the cavern once, and then you can hear it dissipate into the distance. And you are alone. Seemingly safe for the time being. Whew. She goes over to the moss patch, just lays down. Zadal follows you as he stows his pistol away back into the holster. Ugh. He's not out of breath, but his attention is still everywhere. You can tell that his lights are burning a little brighter. That's good. That's the opposite of dim. That's what we want. In the immediate interim, Mm -hmm. after you pause for a moment, they will (laughs) fade back to what they were before, and he sinks onto the moss next to you, head in his hand. Flawless victory. He nods, looks back over to you, starts to assess your wounds. Ow. You okay? I peachy. Oh, jeez. Really did a number on you, huh? Oh, I don't like bugs. I don't like bugs. I'm sorry, Athena. I feel like I wasn't a whole lot of help there. I tried to talk to an animal. I think I I, I should have just guns blazing. That's what I should have done. Hindsight's 2020. And we're gonna just just we're gonna be fine. And she pinches her eyes shut, feeling around where her armor's all burnt. Mm. Does it look bad? I don't wanna look. Oh, it doesn't look great, but hey, it could be worse, for sure. Could be worse. I'll take it. I'll think, take it. I don't think they hit anything vital or else you wouldn't be talking the way you are now, so... Mm-hmm. Give us a hit of vein, because it, it blew up. Oof. She still has her other hand on the orb containing the quarry. Got it. I, um, I'm sorry that uh, that was because of me. Because you had to get this for me. But... Well, I need water, too. And <laughs> the basin that followed them into the room <laughs> just settles down. She's like, yes. I know, but I what I mean is I don't... Clearly, getting the water didn't matter, you know? But interacting with this, with the quarry, upset the thing, whatever it was. How are we supposed to know something was living in there? Well, it just... It's okay. So I'm I'm just gonna take five minutes. I'm just gonna take five minutes, and I'll I'll get this get this going. The, is she actually taking five minutes? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah, I just need a sec. We're safe here. If, if you see something, wake me up, okay? And we see her hands still resting on her ruined armor as she takes off her helmet to breathe a little easier for a minute. She's asleep before her head even hits the moss. Her nap is immediate and blissfully pain-free. Hey, Pickle. Hello. I don't know what happens in this episode yet because we're recording this before we've even recorded it. That's true. So, wow, that thing sure did happen. Probably, maybe, or maybe it didn't. I think it was emotionally impactful. Well... At least physically impactful. That seems more like an opinion. Oh, well. You know who's going to be underscoring those impacts? Rocks.
What Crockett and <laughs> Wave Shaper and me, maybe. Who knows? Crockett you can find on Twitter at Crockett80s and on Bandcamp at Crockett.Bandcamp.com. Wave Shaper you can find at Waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter and Waveshaper1.Bandcamp.com. Crockett released a remix this week. It's good. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. You can find us on Twitter at rpg for you and me. Thank you to our social media manager, Jackie Betts. Wow. Jackie, wow. Thanks, Jackie. Wow. Thanks, Jackie. Wow. 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 And you can find me on Twitter at you see the hat. You know where else you can find our voices in small doses recently? Where's that? The Night Shift Podcast. The Night Shift Podcast follows a young lad named Sebastian. It is a sci-fi, fantasy, sort of paranormal investigation. Do you like paranormal true crime? Two episodes are out so far. More on the way. But it's got good reception so far, and it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy it, and I think you guys would too. You can also find us online at www.patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. Still searchable. This week, we have posted the third episode and finale of our Ripper's Prelude. It was a lot of fun to do. That was quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. So we've had it on the back burner for a while. But, you know, stay tuned to stuff that might be coming to the main feed oh. in the future. Tantalizing. Dot, dot, dot. I'm a big fan of the Ripper's setting. And I like putting my own spin and twist on it as well. So if you like that, check it out on Patreon and then keep your ear on the feed. Your eye, your eye, your ear eyes, because pay attention to the feed. I would like to thank some very special patrons. Who are they? Michael Chase and Valentine. Thank y'all. We appreciate your support. I hope you're enjoying the content. I might also like to thank a few other patrons, uh, including Caleb Sunstead, Jackie Dav, Zach, and Ben Hatton. Thanks, all of you. We love having you around, love having you on the Discord. They're great people. I hope you guys have met them too. And if you haven't, you can join the Patreon-exclusive Discord server and talk to them all the time because they're around and they're wonderful. Additional thanks to Caleb Sunstead for being on our Rippers, Rippers episodes. Just on the off chance you haven't heard of Caleb Sunstead, which you should have because he's a gem, uh, you can find him on Sounds Like Crows, a Deadlands Weird West actual play podcast. Maybe you can find us there, too. Yeah, maybe. And you can find us at www.rpgforyouandme.com. For all your arcane background and ancestry needs. With more to come in the future as soon as I get to it. More stuff in the future. See you guys. Bye. Bye.